ReachMD XM157 presents a special series, Insights in Future Medicine. It sounds like something 24's CTU would dream up, but it's real. Radio tags on patients, doctors, and supplies that tell where, what, and how in hospital real time. You're listening to Reach MDXM, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Manuel Lowenhaupt, the president and CEO of Radiance Incorporated. Welcome, Manuel. It's a pleasure to be here, Mike. What are we talking about here? Radio tags on patients and doctors as well as supplies? I mean, is this a brave new world? It's an exciting opportunity to bring a dimension to healthcare that we've never been able to do in the past. It really gives me time, motion, location, and context for care, and lets me take the efficiency and effectiveness of care to the next level. How did you get involved in this? It's a great story. This goes way back into my training years when I used to moonlight at my local hospital where I was doing my fellowship in their emergency department. And I had a very sick patient that I cared for late one night with acute pancreatitis. She actually had Gray Turner's sign and the whole clinical syndrome was very, very severely ill. And I admitted her to the hospital, of course, and called the surgical ICU and everything I thought was on track for her to go into the hospital. And I went off to take care of all the other sick patients. And some, oh, I guess three, four hours later, I decided to go try and get supper, a Snickers bar at the vending machine around the corner at four in the morning. And lo and behold, there was my patient with a pancreatitis in the hallway on a, a gurney. Uh, hypotensive, shocky, IVs had run dry, and I was, of course, extremely unhappy and uh, got involved, actually, in some root cause analysis, and she'd had the misfortune of being admitted during chains of shift at 11 p.m., and the nurses up on the floor thought she was being cared for down in the unit. The folks down in the unit thought they were, she was on the floor, and it was just a miscommunication of location. And the sad part, and part of the reason the story is carried with me uh, throughout my career, is that uh, she actually died during that hospitalization. And with that background, and again, the work that I did following that to try and understand what had happened, I now am very pleased to say that that same hospital has our system in place, that every patient going through their emergency department has this little wristband that has an active RFID transmitter on it, specifically designed to be worn by patients, or caregivers, and it transmits their location. And if for any reason a patient is sitting out in a gurney in a hall for more than 20 minutes, it automatically notifies the manager of the emergency department, the local department uh, leader, to go out and find out what's going on. And we can uh, avoid completely with an automatic tool the challenges that uh, we experienced back oh, 20 years ago. Let's go back for a second, RFID, because not all of our listeners may realize that we have these things in the world. Let's talk about what an RFID tag is. RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification, and there's two big categories. One is the passive tag, and you may see these inside a DVD or if you purchase from Walmart, much of their stock has these little silver tags on it. They're used for theft prevention and for inventory, and these are just passive receivers. There are also active tags, and that's what we manufacture and we believe are more useful because these tags basically size maybe of a wristwatch, and they basically say, here I am, here I am, here I am, 
Every few seconds, they announce to a receiver that's mounted up on the wall that this is the location, and we get accuracy down to one meter of where you are within the floor plan of a hospital, for example. Who's reading this? Who's looking at these? This information can be given to, oh, anyone that you would like, but let me give you a specific example. At one of the fine organizations we serve, the chief of neurology is very interested in tracking their stroke patients, and he has built a model that basically has down to the second, the protocol that the stroke patient presenting from the emergency room, through imaging, through interventional radiology, through all the steps that you'd want in the emergency care of a patient with a stroke, down to the second around location, treatment, et cetera, and has our system monitoring that. And he has the ability to glance literally at his computer or even on a a glanceable interface, things like the orb, which is a tool from Ambient Systems. It looks like a glowing ostrich egg. If the egg is green, we know our patients are on track for their stroke care. If it's yellow, we know we might be slipping a little behind on that one patient. If it turns red, we know that we've slipped off the protocol, that there's a backup at the MRI or there's some problem with the patient not getting to the right treatment at the right time. And that glanceable interface allows him to intervene immediately around making sure the patient gets the optimal care. Well, you're just not talking about putting tags on patients. You're also tagging beds, open beds, it says here in your material. Exactly. We tag anything that you would like. These are little tags that you can put on EKG machines. You can put them on C-arms. At some of the hospitals we go to, the nurses spend a great deal of time doing hunting and gathering. It's tough for a doctor to know where the crash card is and if it's been opened. It's awkward when you need a device in the OR, if you need an external pacer, where is the closest one? And our system gives you that information in a nice, easy graphical interface that lets you say, ah, right around the corner, back in that closet is where the EKG is or where the crash cart is. So things don't get lost. Things are much harder to lose. I'll give you just one real quick story. Some of the clients we serve find that their wheelchairs go off in the trunks of the cars of their patients, I'm sure by accident. And so they have a very simple way of using our tools, which is they tag the wheelchairs. and They also tag the transporters. If a wheelchair goes out the door with a transporter within one meter of it, no problem. But if the wheelchair goes out the door and there is no transport person with it, it sends a little alert to security to say, please keep track of that wheelchair because it's going out to the patient and it's not being accompanied by one of our staff. And that allows, again, control of assets in a nice way. That's pretty sophisticated. We have a wonderful associative algorithm that can tell me all kinds of wonderful things. Anesthesiologists are using it for their billing time because we can automatically tell you how many seconds you were standing near the patient in the OR and populate your billing record with it. We can build wonderful patient safety tools around patients that are at risk of fall. If the patient is in the hallway and moving and there is no personnel near them, we can send an alert to the manager on that nursing floor saying, you have a patient at risk of a fall that's wandering. We automatically could know that there was a nurse or a physical therapist or someone walking with them because they would also be wearing one of these little tags. How did you get from ER doctor to technology here? Did you, do you have any more degrees? Well, actually, my training and my fellowship was in infectious disease, and I was moonlighting through the ED. But I found that I was very excited about clinical practice and spent 10 years really working directly with my patients, enjoying actually running a multi-specialty group. 
And then partly because of my real interest in quality assurance and quality improvement, became a consultant and spent now 17 years doing a lot of wonderful uh, process and clinical consulting. And just recently found that the technology that Radiance could bring brought a robust and disciplined nature to the process improvement. I now have real data that I can use to drive some of my patient throughput, some of my clinical excellence protocols. I can take the order sets that I used to help my oh, doctors that I served uh, write for the computerized order entry and make sure that the execution of those order sets was flawless. It was no longer a question of remembering to write the beta blocker or the aspirin or whatever it might be that our protocols required. It was making sure that it actually happened because that's where much of the challenge seems to have migrated. We push some of our problems downstream. As you look at evidence-based medicine, as you look at the science of what we do in the daily care of our patient, one key component is getting the orders right, getting the guidelines right. And I think we're getting better at that. But one of the real challenges continues to be on execution. You look at, again, one of my favorite topics, the care of a patient with an acute MI. And some of the highest performing hospitals in the country have really excellent protocols, but continue on rare occasions to have patients that don't get to the cath lab in as quick a time as possible. And one of the things that we're very focused on is the moment a patient walks in the door, we can tag them, we enter them into our protocols, and instantly we know where the bottlenecks are, where the detours might be, where the challenges are going to be around executing flawlessly against the best practice of implementing the orders, not just the best order set. Well, when that patient rolls in the ER and you slap the tag on their wrist, and you say you have to enter them to the system. Does that come seamlessly through the EMR, or does that have to be put in manually? It does. It seamlessly enters through the EMR. We have an interface engine that we're very proud of that really works with all the leading vendors of EMRs. We like to think of ourselves as a back office and middleware solution for many of our clients because it allows them to use their investment they made around the clinical information system. So if you have an organization that's using computerized order entry, we literally need to only add a location field to what they already have around action and often time of action that's built into their orders, add that location field, and then we can build our patient's agenda, which is a simple tool that basically says that the following times, the following moments after presentation, these are the activities that need to happen. And then we can build an alert system, an escalation alert system that allows you to say, ah, I'm right on track, green lights across the board, or no, there's a traffic jam in radiology and I'm not getting my patient through quickly. We need to figure out an alternative. Well, I can see where hospitals would just absolutely adore and love this. Do you ever find that doctors or individual doctors are a little bit nervous of this system at first, a little bit wary? It has that big brother component. Gosh, you can measure how many minutes I spend in the break room and how many minutes I spend in the restroom. Uh, that's not going to be good. The short answer is in the real world, we've had wonderful success around how organizations that use us have recognized that and have really, and I insist actually that we put it in writing, that this will not be used in anything other than a positive quality-focused tool. This is not, especially when we tag nurses, will be a tool that the nursing union should ever worry about. This is all about taking our most valuable resource, the time of a doctor, and using it well. 
when you go to a floor to do rounds, wouldn't it be handy to know which of your patients were sitting in their room and which might be in radiology or down in therapy? Wouldn't it be wonderful to save you time? And that's one of the key components around how this works. You can look down into the OR and you can see that your patient actually is in the OR ready for you as a surgeon. You can glance at a simple uh, computer screen that shows the floor plan of your uh, hospital floor and know where to go to see your patients. And those sorts of tools, time-saving tools. Thanks for being my guest today and sharing the benefits of RFID technology with us. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMDXM, the channel for medical professionals. The hosts, producers, and staff at ReachMDXM are here for you, the physicians who care for your patients. We value your questions and welcome suggestions for future shows. Tell us what you want and need. Please send us your emails to xm at reachmd.com, and we truly thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to a special series, Insights in Future Medicine, on ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals.